everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Impossible Until Possible podcast. Today, I have Daniel with me all the way over from Dubai, and um, we're going to be digging into his journey, and he's been over there for eight years now, so really excited to get stuck in, as everyone knows. I love the place, and obviously have business over there as well. So first and foremost, Danny, thanks for joining me. Thanks for thanks for the invite. It's, uh, it's 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 nice to be. Feels a bit weird being on on this side, not asking the questions. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it it is. You, you tend to. Um, I find when I get interviewed on podcasts, it's like you talk a lot. Whereas when you're doing this side of it, my side of it, you're just asking questions, and then the guest talks a lot. So uh, yeah, it, it yeah. is a different seat altogether. But uh, so first and foremost, do you want to just give a brief background to everyone? Kind of like you know who is Danny and and, and kind of what does he do? Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, obviously, my name's Daniel Lees. I'm, uh, I'm from a place in England called Northampton. I, um, I came to Dubai in 2014, um, just wanted a different life. Um, I'm actually a trained chef by trade. So um, I haven't really, like, my, my path where I'm at now um, it's, it's one that I never saw. You know, it's not one that I was like, oh, I want to do this when I go because um because i was training to be a chef and um after after nine long hard years in the in the in the industry um i always i, I knew that it was not gonna i wasn't gonna be able to live the life that i wanted if i was gonna continue to be a chef um you know i, I managed to make my way all that up to the top so i worked in much star restaurants as a pastry chef so i kind of seen what it was like to be at the top in in, in the industry um for for chefing um so yeah so i made a change and and um yeah quit and i remember um it's quite funny that your podcast is called uh, the name that it has because um i actually got told when i finished chefing um with a recruiter that she uh, she told me that i was unemployable and i'd better be better to stick to being a chef um so those 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 words always stuck with me for a very long time um but then um but then yeah then got a job in sales started selling used used cars um and didn't really like it because it was just so savage like, i did well but it was just so cutthroat um, but it was good because it learned me kind of like the basics of a quick sale and then went into um uh working for dfs which everyone always laughs at me about but it was it was a very well-paid job and we had lots of fun um and then uh, and then got into property sold some property back in the uk um and then that ended up hooking me up with someone um in the uae and then i came out into the uae and and that was it the, the rest is rest is history and i kind of just um just said to myself that you know i would say yes to every single opportunity so being in dubai you know i've pretty much done everything like i, I you know i used to dj as well so um anything that would get me into a place of uh where I'd be today and it was quite funny because I was actually DJing a, a club um those that have been to Dubai many years ago called 360 it was at the end of the Jumeirah Beach Hotel in, in in the city it was such a nice place to go for like sundowners and um sunset drinks and stuff um, but now it's not there because they've been in some hotels but yeah I was DJing there with a guy he turns around to me it's like oh what do you do I said uh, I work in construct um construction but I was doing like uh, CCTV packages for new builds so if there was a new um, construction would go get out of a sort like a, a security system um and then this guy was like yeah well i can i can hook you up with um the guy in in Fatal. and um yeah six years later 
doing it and absolutely love it. It's, it's got its challenges at times, but it's a very rewarding um, career to have, um, being able to go into a space, you know, completely up, um, remodel it, uh, upgrade it. And um, we do some different projects right from the some villas that on the palm, you know, um, huge uh, huge villas right through to hotels and restaurants and, and and all these different things so yeah so that's a bit about me <laughs> so uh, yeah i think like any entrepreneur you kind of bounce around a few things until you find your path but you always end up i think there eventually and and then the hard work actually starts at that point so i think yeah <laughs> exactly i actually so, did a, i did so i was just about to say yeah, so i actually did a podcast i actually did a podcast with someone um and he actually said to me, and he, he said it in a way that I just looked at, um, I just looked at having so many different jobs as a good thing. But, but before it would be like kind of looked at as a, as a bad thing, having too many jobs. But he was like, that, that was my university degree, having different jobs in different places and um, building my experience to get me to where I am today. But, uh, but yeah, so that, that, that completely resonated with that, with that kind of like comment there. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, you got to, um, you can only get the experience by knowing what you don't want to do. I think half the time, and and learning from your mistakes. So, is it the so it's the security side of interior fit outs that you focus on, or is it the interior design? No, no, no. So it was when I first started in the UAE. It was for for a CCTV manufacturer, and then that led me to to moving into to interior design and, and interior fit outs. So yeah, so we solely focus on on the interior side. So um just we can take a, de- a design and we can go and build that design or we can do design and build so we'll sit down with um the clients and they'll talk about what their vision is and we'll basically make that vision come to light like that type of project is really cool because you know it's like someone's vision and they just tell you kind of what they want but they don't know visually what they want and we have to come up with it and 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 like say bring that that that, that dream to reality yeah yeah and i think um you're definitely in the right place for that because uh, as you know a lot of people tend to not want to do much i think especially the investors they do want a bit of a hands-off approach over there certainly more so than the uk i find so you know when you 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 get someone who buys a a villa on the palm they they want literally just someone to go in and say this is what i want you know just design it and uh and use the bill bill and uh yeah well, there's, um, there was, when, when, when COVID was um, going on and everyone was kind of in lockdowns and stuff, um, you could literally have bought a, bought a place on the palm for half the price, refit it, and then you'd sell it for double, literally during COVID, because people valued the, the, being at home and being in a villa and having a nice space to live in, because obviously they got locked in it for, for six weeks straight. So there was a, such a huge... Um, uplifting work as soon as lockdowns are over because everyone wanted to upgrade their spaces um everyone just wanted to go out and do stuff because obviously they've been locked in, in a house for six weeks so everyone like even the fb industry and stuff just really took off again and it's been it's been non-stop ever since yeah i've certainly um i've certainly noticed that since being back being able to travel back there i mean every time you go it's, it's busier and busier and I think this Christmas when we were there was the first time like you were really having to book to get in restaurants. So you actually getting turned away. You were saying well, we haven't got enough space, and I think um, I think that's still happening now. Um, I'm due back there next week, and um, I know I was there three weeks ago, and it was the same then. It was just the places. The place seems to be 
going places again. It's always been going places, but I think it feels now like it's it's going again in a much bigger way. Um, even you know the the developments that I've been looking to to maybe get some apartments in for for me and the business. They just they they sell out within hours, as opposed to you know they just they're just selling out. And there's so many um, new developments going up. And I I do think Dubai is on the verge of. I mean, it's already been pretty special, I think, but I do think it's on the verge of something special again in terms of the expansion plans that we've got. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm um, at the moment, the market here, short-term rentals uh, are absolutely flying. Um, like, I'm in the process of, of buying a place myself as well. And, um, you know, you, you literally can make two, three times the amount just from having a short-term rental. So if you've got a space in one of the one of the kind of hotspots in Dubai, like a Dubai Marina or somewhere that's kind of like near a beach, um, you know, that, that it's, it's making so much, so much money, like, and they're always fully booked. And then even now, like with, when I first moved here, Ramadan, you know, when I first moved here, Ramadan was like, you couldn't even drink water in the street. It was very strict. Now you can go to brunch, you can drink, you can eat, the balls are open, everything's changed. This is gone, they've gone to Monday to Friday weeks now. So, yeah, I mean, give it, give it a bit of time. Dubai will be literally the best place in the world to live, work, and that's what they're they're giving up to. And I think it will uh, definitely get stronger. Yeah, which is, I guess, um, good news for your business, obviously, because the more development, the more interior designs, and um, you know, same. I mean, we we we're you know massively in the short term rental market out there, and we're we're seeing exactly what you've just said. You know, our places on JBR or Dubai Marina, or even the stuff downtown is is flying and um it, it just seems like people are wanting to travel there more and more and more um but it also seems to me that the wealth there has gone up as well like there, there just seems to be a lot more wealth kicking around i mean those lamborghini yeah. users which you might see like one of in england like if you're lucky see them everywhere yeah like four mondeos out there they're just like everywhere <laughs> but, yeah uh, but it's it is, funny uh, nate there's a stat there's a stat i um I had recently, and there's 2,000 new millionaires in Dubai last year alone. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, there's lots of money coming in, and, um, yeah, a lot of people are thriving here. You know, you've got, you've got especially last year in, in the real estate game itself, like you've got a lot of boys doing, you know, big, big numbers. Like we're talking million pound plus a year, Um in their, in, their, in their commissions and stuff. So yes, yeah, it's, 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 and you know, from when I moved here compared, I couldn't have, if I'd, if I'd have gone back and spoken to 23 year old Danny before moving to Dubai to talk about the things that I would have done and, um, you know, the, the money you'd make and stuff from, from work here, you, I would, you wouldn't believe it, but, but it's, um, until you're here, it's, it really is it like it, it, everything's possible here. Everything yeah for sure so what are the um i guess what are the key lessons that you've learned along your journey so far that you could maybe share to, to inspire those that will be listening yeah i think i think along the way um 100 for me um hard work and um you know the ethic towards hard work it cannot be you know it can't be bought you know it, you can have all the university degrees in the world but if you don't want to work hard um you'll never get anywhere um and just hands-on experience just put yourself in an environment um, and, and always say yes you know I, I'm I'm a I, I've literally failed school so badly 
you know i've got I, I literally left with one gcse in french not even in english and um you know i've gone to you know i don't want to sound like i'm blowing my trumpet but i've been able to achieve whatever i wanted from my life and career just because i've just worked hard um you know always self self uh, analytical as well like i, I always analyze myself in in much much detail and try to try to really evolve last year um i had actually last year i had a NLP coach that was probably something that i really really loved because it helped me understand myself my reactions but also other people as well but yeah so for, for me the lessons that i've learned and and one thing that you should never you know give up on is you know work work hard it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you've left prison it doesn't matter if you know you're at rock bottom right now you know you're the only one that can change that so no, nothing can nothing can can change anything if you if you apply hard work to it for sure yeah it's interesting you bring up nlp coaching there because i think uh, a lot of people underestimate the power of language and both internally and externally and that's definitely one thing that i've learned along the way is you know the way that you know you talk to yourself or just even certain words that you use that can just reframe everything you know and um body language and then you take that into sales negotiation and or even just general networking with the right people and the way that you can show up with your body language could just be the, the game difference you know it could just change your whole momentum when how long have you been kind of or when, when did you dive into that in terms of your experience then what results did you see from it um a lot of, so many positives came from it if i'm honest um I loved it. It was it was so good because like I say it helped me understand me a little bit better. Um and that sounds really weird, but like it like I I felt like I didn't really understand myself until I actually did that. Um because it, we worked on on personality traits as well. So what are my personality strengths? Um and why should I focus on that? How can I dial them up? Like how can I really use them to my advantage in in certain situations, especially like the sales negotiation side of things as well um and um and and yeah it just really got me to understand myself and off the back of it you know had one of the best years of my life like last year um from a business perspective like we we achieved so many good things and um i think last year just last year alone i evolved probably 10 times the amount that i have over the last seven years in dubai you know so um, but yeah, NLP coaching, if anyone's actually thinking about it, I would hundred percent just say, don't even think about it, do it all day long, invest in yourself. Um, because, um, it'll definitely help you in a sales environment. That's for sure. And, you know, everyone thinks, oh, you know, I don't work in sales, but everybody tells themselves every day, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're trying to sell it to your wife to go out with the lads on the weekend or, um, in any sort of environment it's um it, it's you're always selling yourself if it's in a job interview how to get the best out of all that sort of stuff so yeah 100 percent it's also the the internal language you know I, I constantly work with my team about you know you know results not reasons and you know whenever they start trying to make you know excuses up for whatever it might be it's it's not because i'm not interested in the excuses it's because it's the way that you constantly talk yourself i know you know, the word try, for example, oh yeah, I'll try and get that done or I'll try and do that. That That is just one simple word you can change and then all of a sudden you come from a much positive place. And naturally, yeah. you then get better results. It's 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 so powerful um, the way yeah. that you, you do talk to 
yourself internally? My coach actually said to me, um, she's like, trying is lying. And that was just like, for me, again, it was every time, every time, and, and bearing in mind, like, I'm not saying that I'm a perfect person. I'll still say, oh, I'm trying at one point. But what I'll do now is I'll acknowledge what I've said and gone, actually, no, I'm not going to try. I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to go out and do it. You know, I will do this. I will do that. Um, you know, and again, like you say, it's, it's just talk, talking to your brain because it, it gives you when, you, when you say, I'm going to try or I might do this or I might do that, like, it just gives you an excuse to not do it, if you know what I mean. So it's very easy to come out of it and just go, okay, I didn't do it because of X, Y, and Z. Um, but you mentioned a very good point there as well um, about um, what you, you said a second ago about results, not not reasons, right? Um, that's also so so important because, you know, I'll say it to my guys as well. You know, a lot of the time if somebody says to me, you know, they didn't want to work with us because our price was too much. I was like, that's not, that was, you know, I've, 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 I've been in negotiation and bearing in mind price is a big driver. Um, but you know, I've been in deals where we've been like a lot more expensive than our competition, but still won the project or been a lot more expensive, but the clients actually picked up the phone and, and, and said, listen, I, I want to work with you guys. This is where I need you to be. Um, so there's always, doesn't matter if it's, it's the price. If, if anyone ever says, I'm actually offended if people say, um, you're too expensive. Cause I'm just like, damn, I didn't do my job properly. Mm. sell the value enough yeah exactly 100 <laughs> percent. anyway danny it's been amazing uh thank you for sharing uh your thoughts i think uh, one thing that does echo throughout all and I, I know you've got a podcast channel as well which um we can mention in a bit but when you interview entrepreneurs there's definitely a common theme of hard work and investing in their own education that seems to come to light all the time and um, by doing that, they seem to accelerate the results over and above the norm. So I think the key takeaway for any of the listeners are make sure you're investing in yourself first and foremost. And obviously, you then got to put in the action around it because, again, there's a lot of people that invest in themselves, but then they don't actually do the work. They just procrastinate. But um, it's yeah. been amazing. How can um, how can people get in touch with you if they and, and also what's your podcast so, so people can tune in at that as well? Yeah, so um so the podcast is called the Daniel Lease Podcast. Um, you know, we we speak to a lot of I mean, out of fifty-two episodes that I've done, the majority of the guys that I've speak to uh, are all entrepreneurs and only about two of them have actually gone to university and and um and you know made it from from a university perspective. Everyone else is kind of like high school dropouts and did do very well at school very similar to like kind of my background um but yes yeah, the daniel lee's podcast we're on all platforms soundcloud youtube um you can also find us on apple podcasts um spotify all the regular all the regular platforms i've got an awesome lineup of uh of um guests coming on soon so uh so yeah i'm really excited to share it cool cool i know how hard it is to put a podcast together and find guests so uh, so congrats yeah yeah it's- <laughs> yeah I, I feel like i mean maybe it's the same for you as well but i do feel like well for me as well at the moment you know we've only been going for really properly for about a year um we don't make any money from the from the podcast or team but like i've got a full team that we do the editing and stuff like that to make it really come across like in a professional way but i just love chatting to different people and and hearing everyone else's unique stories um it, it just i think that's also helped me evolve a little bit over the last year is just you know, I mean, I had the founder of Reebok on the podcast last year, you know, just to be able to sit in a room and ask him how he started a business was just for me, like, 
that's that's yeah. stuff money can't buy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'll have to give that one a listen. Anyway, Danny, I'm going to let you run. Uh, absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can catch up in Dubai soon. Yeah, definitely. Let me know when you're here. All right. Take care, buddy. Thank you very much for listening once again. And if you are enjoying the show and you would like to maybe get on a one-to-one Zoom call with myself so I can help you with your life and or your business, then all you have to do is leave me a review, take a picture of it and tag me in it on Instagram at official Ryan Luke. And I'll be picking somebody out to jump on that call every single month with myself.